This is Dumb Lot, the podcast of dumb crimes and even dumber criminals. Dumb line turn, dumb line on, dumb line. You know, you want another episode? Everyone agrees. They all love dumb line. I said, everyone agrees. <laughs> they all love dumb line. Shout out to, uh, I was hanging out with Maria this weekend and she wore a David Bowie shirt. So shout out to Maria and David Bowie. Um, to play like off that. changes off Hunky Dory, his 1971 release featuring Rick Wakeman from Yes on Keyboards. Is that mm. that, uh, is that that lightning bolt sweater? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a good sweater. Yeah, yeah. My name is Greg. I'll try and orchestrate some stuff here. I'm joined by my golfing buddy, Jason. Hello, everybody. And everyone's favorite human on earth, Maria. <laughs> Hi, dummies. So let me ask you this. How do you handle this situation? You walk into a restaurant, a club, a bar. You get seated. A polite, pleasant server says hello, goes to get your water. But you look around. And you look at the decor and the other people there, the vibe, and you know it's not for you and you want to get out of there. Do you tough it out? Do you get a drink? Do you order food? Is it a dick move if you roll? Can you throw 10 bucks on the table and roll and not be a dick? What's going on here? I kind of put up with it. You put up with it? Yeah. I think it depends on how bad the situation is. Well, this is our situation Saturday night. Jason and I went to a bar with another buddy, and it's a very hyped up bar. I've been I've been turned away before when I got there. We got there, we sat down, and we got, we everything got about it We got sucked. set instantly. Like, I don't know how. There were hmm. people waiting. Yeah, yeah but they everything just, yeah. just it, it's high end. The wood was like, what's it, laminate wood? Yeah, it was so cheap. And, like, it was, it was cheap looking. And it was but, douchey crowd. Yeah, it was douchey. And you knew the crowd. drinks were going to be overpriced. Yeah. And we, we hung through and got around, but... There was a part if, of me I wanted to be like, we got to get the fuck out of here. If it wasn't for Jonathan. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. This guy, Jonathan, was fantastic. Fantastic. He was so good. But, but is it a dick move if you roll? If you, if you throw a tip down, just say $10, th- you roll. Yeah, I think that's the, I think yeah. that's, I think that's the move. Yeah. Because especially if you have to get sat, it's just like, hey, sorry, we're leaving. Hey, Maria, is there a chance you found a cool headline for us to discuss? I did. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. This week's headline is from the Associated Press, Queens, New York, December 20th, 2023. A passenger hid bullets in a baby diaper at New York's LaGuardia Airport. TSA officers caught him. So 17 bullets for a 9mm were found in a diaper in a carry-on bag that went through the x-ray machine. And they oh, it wasn't like on I, the child. I thought it no, was. No, it wasn't I on the child. They were trying to like pass, pass it, it off as turds. Yeah, 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 me too, me too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you just got a yeah. diaper full They're, of turds. Yeah, come on, sir, pellets. Sir, <laughs> sir, those are bullets. <laughs> <laughs> it was just in, it was in a, a diaper bag, though? In a diaper. Like, does someone actually believe that a diaper is going to be not X-rayable? <laughs> they can, they can see everything now. Like, yeah. you can't get bullets. You're not going to get bullets no. through the uh, airport. At no point are they like, if you have diapers, <laughs> throw them in the bin yeah. next to your shoes. <laughs> take your life out. Yeah, bullets. Take your bullets out and put them in the in the bin. <laughs> yeah. 
They're going to find, they find so, everything. What happens with that? Well, the guy whose bag it was had no idea how the bullets oh, ended up there. The kid put it in there. The kid threw it in yeah, diaper bag. Like, yeah. It's my kid's diaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right my, next to his Cheerios. Yeah, ask my kid. It's his bag. <laughs> Every, does every kid like Cheerios? I feel like that's a universal that snack. Is like every Little bags full mom of Cheerios. Has Cheerios. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or goldfish. Yeah, goldfish. Too. Oh yes, goldfish are another one. All right, I think it's about time we all grab some popcorn because I can tell by Maria's radiant glow she's got a good one for us. She looks ready. Yeah, she's ready to go. I don't know if I'm this ready for it, but let's see. What you got, Maria? This week's story is what happens when two horny dum-dums try desperately to create a fairy tale ending. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> horny dum-dums. <laughs> horny Bet you dum- didn't think you'd hear that today. Yeah, horny horny <laughs> dum-dums. It's a good start. Yeah. The main sources for the story are a feature in Toronto Life. Um, it's an article by Catherine Laidlaw, published September 30th, 2023, called The Inside Job and The Toronto Sun. Oh, I love Toronto's my favorite city outside of Philadelphia. I'm going to be up there in a couple weeks. Excited. No, a couple months. Excited. This should be good. Okay. Robert Konashiewicz. I'm not sure if I'm saying Say that that again for the people in the back. Robert Konashiewicz. Konashiewicz. Yeah. Maria grew up near no Polish people, apparently, on Long Island. Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) Robert meets Candace Dixon. Let's call him Bob. Yeah, Bob Um, and Candy. Candy Dixon. (laughs) Yep. They both grow up in Oakville, Ontario, Canada in the late 90s and early 2000s. They know each other because Robert works as a grocery cashier and Candace is a customer. Mm-hmm. So, little flirtatious so, transactions yeah. going so, on here. Dude, she loved yeah. going to the grocery yeah. store to see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the pair reconnects when they are in their late twenties. Um, <laughs> what? They were. They were. They met when they were in high. They meet each other and know each other in oh, high school, okay. and then they reconnect oh, in their late twenties. Okay. So he's okay. a cashier in high school, or when he's they a reconnect? little older than her. Oh, okay. When they reconnect now, he's a cop. Oh, okay. gotcha. All right. um, he works in downtown Toronto, and Candace, a marketing consultant, comes from an extremely successful family, which includes a popular Canadian clothing designer named David Dixon and Glenn Dixon, an interior designer who makes appearances on HGTV. So it's pretty big net worth. Yeah. After they see each other again, they begin dating and eventually move in together. So one of Robert's side jobs... Um, as a police officer is working for the Office of the Public Guardian and Trustee, which we'll call OGPT for short from now on. Police are needed to oversee the pickup of disability checks by the office's clients who are mentally incapable of taking care of themselves. Jason's shaking his head already. That's <laughs> trouble. Yeah. Someone's got to pick the <laughs> so, checks up. Yeah. I know. In well, 20. 20- we, <laughs> we all know what we're listening to. <laughs> This is not a this is not a podcast about do gooders. Yeah, and that's the end. Yeah, and he delivered the checks to everybody, <laughs> yeah. and everybody got ten percent more. <laughs> In 2014, at the OGPT, Robert meets Adeline Balgobin, a 26 year old who handles the office's financial accounts. So Adeline and Robert hit it off and begin dating. How old's Bob at this point? He's in his, they've been together for a little while, early 30s. Okay. Adeline has no idea Robert is already in a relationship. Um, And when he's with his cop buddies, Robert minimizes his relationship with Candace, saying he's only with her for the money. Mm. Man, those 
Those coppers sometimes. <laughs> Meanwhile, half brothers Heinz Sommerfeld and Peter Stutler. Someone just dropped in these half half brothers <laughs> sure. with these cool names. Heinz <laughs> Sommerfeld. Heinz Sommerfeld and Peter Stutler. Oh, Heinz Sommerfeld is a strong name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a great name. Um, they live near each other in Mississauga. Ontario, mm-hmm. which is also an hour from Toronto. Yeah. They sound like hockey players. It's a big Mississauga's guy. I think it's got like almost a million people. It's a big, big mm-hmm. old town. They lose touch in the mid nineties when Peter's wife gets sick, um, and Heinz begins developing dementia. In two thousand eight, after chasing a neighbor with a hammer, he's brought to the hospital and declared unfit to care for himself. Mm-hmm. When they ask him if he has any family, Heinz says no. He also doesn't have a will, so his finances and health decisions are turned over to the OGPT. By 2017, Heinz has been diagnosed with diabetes, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. And at age 78, Heinz dies. Hmm. Though he has no will, Heinz's estate is worth more than $800,000. And Adeline is assigned to his case. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. After a year of dating, it I mean, who's going to miss this money? I, it's true. His half brother, maybe. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. After a year of dating, it dawns on Adeline suddenly that she's never seen Robert's apartment. Mm. He explains that he lives in a condo with it his ex, but they're year. just roommates. I know. I'm sorry. It only she's like, took a year. How many times have we been out? How many times have I been to his apartment? Hmm. A year. That's. Holidays go by. Like nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You know? Nothing. Oh, my God. So she also doesn't understand why she hasn't met his family. Adeline starts snooping on social media and discovers Candace's account on Instagram. And, of she course, sta- Robert's in every picture. She starts snooping five seconds later. I know. Like, it's there the whole time. <laughs> I know. Like, like The whole time it's there. It's not like a guy never looked him up on social media. I mean, like, this guy's going to be an idiot ten different ways, but he's just like an idiot with yeah, this. It's not a protected like, Instagram yeah. where she had to make up a fake account and try and get in, into it. No, it's, it's not private. It's just it's a public Instagram account. Like, he probably she probably he probably found her real It took quick. her a year to look yeah. this guy up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? If they're not seen as a part of the year, is this? she's like nineteen ninety seven? What year is this? This is um what year is it? Twenty seventeen. Hey, come on, everyone's dating. You look someone up as soon as you yeah, meet them. You gotta, you gotta, look, them, right? you gotta look somebody right. up. Oh my god. Is Adeline heavily sedated at this point throughout life? What the fuck? That's she hasn't easily, been to his place in a year. That's not even crazy to her because she hasn't even looked him up on social media yeah. to see what he's been doing. <laughs> she hasn't checked I? to see him on LinkedIn or anything. Nothing. No background check, nothing. 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 Come on. So Adeline realizes that he and Candace are not only roommates. When she confronts Robert about Candace, he tells Adeline that he is in deep debt and is staying with Candace um, only to manage his lifestyle. Someone has met Adeline, who we now know hasn't seen her lover's place of residency in a year and hasn't looked him up online in a year. And someone met her, interviewed her, hired her, and said, yeah, I want you to handle my money. Yeah. yeah. Not, even, not, even, not even my money. This whole, yeah, this this whole giant fund funding. of, of, funding oh, yeah, of yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, millions of you, dollars. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. In, you're in charge. If anything goes missing, she's going to find it. Yeah. 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 Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, with her... 
I mean, or she'll like mean, something goes missing and she'll be like, yeah, I guess it's just gone. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't even I'm think, even even think look we'd look for, for anything yeah, under well, ten I mean, million. I will say when she when she looked for it, she found it right away. <laughs> right. It's it's the it's the looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. You know what I mean? She never yeah. really She's looked. A good looker. You got to yeah. get her to look. Yeah, it just takes her a while to to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so Robert says he won't leave his relationship. But Adeline decides to stay with him anyway. <laughs> of, co- of, co- of course she does. Of course she does. And then I'm sorry, Adeline's parents, if yeah, you're listening, yeah. this is no shot on you, yeah. but what the heck is going on here? Yeah, something is. Oh, God. So when Robert learns of Heinz's estate and the fact that he doesn't seem to have any family, he and Adeline think that it might be a good idea to have Robert pose as a friend of Heinz's and use Heinz's money to pay off Robert's debts. But why would the friend be entitled to his money? We'll, we'll find out. Oh, all right. <laughs> He's going to come in with like this bullshit will or something on like, yeah, a, like a monocle. Oh, yeah. I'm his old, yeah. I'm his old brother, friend, his old friend. He me promised and, me this. Me and Heinz loved each other. <laughs> yeah. Here's a will that he wrote to yeah. me on a napkin when we were drinking <laughs> Manhattan's. Yes. All back in Mississauga. Yeah. <laughs> So there's one catch with the paperwork. Buried in it is the fact that Heinz has a half-brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, Here we go. boy. Peter Stetler <laughs> hanging around. That's right. The office contacts Peter, who learns about Heinz's estate. Adeline, though, says she's received a phone call from someone with Heinz's will, which lists the caller as his beneficiary. It's signed by two imaginary witnesses. And when Peter learns he won't inherit the money, he hires a lawyer to look into the will. And though there is absolutely no evidence of the witness's existence at all, no one takes the time to dig around enough to find that out. Of course they don't. Here we go. More problems. Like last episode, we talked about problems with people in authority positions or authenticators. Just don't do their due diligence. This show's going to make me drink, go to drink. (laughs) Christ. Peter doesn't Wait, the witness is Snuffleupagus? There's no record of Snuffleupagus anywhere. <laughs> and Big Bird. The two witnesses yeah. are Snuffleupagus right. and Big Bird. Uh, that must be fine. Who would make did that he, up? Man, that's crazy. He was here. I didn't see him. Did he sign it with his nose? Yeah, how did he get in this building? Did he sign it with his nose? <laughs> so Peter doesn't want to spend more money on a lawyer and concedes the estate to the will holder. Oh, uh, come on, uh, Pete. Come on, Pete. And the person who's in charge of verifying the will's signatures is Adeline. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> of course. Of course. It's probably signed in like the the, the pink sparkly <laughs> pen that she has on her desk. It's like, yeah, it's like the... You guys the, sound so resigned to this. You're like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so much wrong from the, the get-go. The, yeah, it's... Uh, it's this is not. This is just the like, yeah. The tip no, of the I mean, this is it's it's crazy. Of course, of course, she's she's in charge of millions of dollars. Like she can just anybody can walk in with a piece of paper and two yeah. signatures. And yeah. Peter, man, he's so easily yeah, dissuaded. Yeah. That's like, a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Right. That's a lot of money. Who's this lawyer? Whose lawyer's like, ah, give it up. Yeah. You got another person. <laughs> another, yeah, he hires yeah. his lawyer. He's like, oh, this is going to be a lot of work. You might as well just give this up. She's got these imaginary witnesses. Yeah, it's tough snuff, to prove. We can't prove they exist. Snuffleupagus. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Find, I can't. And it's sub, like, it's 2017. 
<laughs> it's not like they're like, well, there's no mach- magic machine where I can look right. up any <laughs> right. fact on yeah, Earth. Yeah, that is true. It's not like it's like no. the 1800s. No. Like it's, you can yeah. probably look these people up, whoever they signed it. So Robert signs an affidavit that states that he met Hines at a racetrack in 2005. And within a year of knowing each other, Hines had given Robert his will. He also claims to have designed Heinz's headstone. Why? Like, why, why throw that detail you can't. in? I mean, that's just an unnecessarily... Unnecessary yeah, that detail. is how close we were. He wanted me <laughs> to design his headstone. The last thing people see about him, he, he entrusted me. That's how tight we were. He's like, I've always wanted to design a headstone. Yeah. And that, yeah. like, what kind of racetrack were they at? Car racing? Horse? Dog? Said racetrack. Hmm. I think it was horse. I would think it was it's horse like an un, It's an unnecessary lie... That's just like an extra detail that you're like, oh, yeah, that's like, well, now you're lying. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I was okay with like maybe the other thing. But <laughs> yeah. It was a rainy he day. He didn't ask you to design his head. It was a rainy man. day at the pony. Yeah. We had just hit on a mutter. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, Bobby, <laughs> I want you with your masonry work to chisel my headstone, please. <laughs> I've never seen your work before, but I, I trust you. Oh, man, I wish there was like some... Some music playing behind that. (laughs) (laughs) So to add to the proof in Heinz's files, the couple slips a holiday card signed by Robert into his file. Like, is that really legal proof, a Christmas card? (laughs) But no, like, posted stamp, no no date stamp. (laughs) Nothing, just a card. card. Uh, That's the one I handed it to him, personally delivered it to him. Like, we haven't even hit hit a dumb button yet. I know, it's coming. (laughs) In October 2017. I know. How have we not said anything? Oh, my God. My God. Fucking Canadians. Yeah. Fuck. In October 2017, Candace's uncle hears a rumor that Robert Robert has a girlfriend. When her uncle tells her that, Candace somehow gets Robert to come with her to confront the woman who told her uncle about the affair. Hmm. Robert whips out Adele's Adeline's business card and says he met her while working at the OGPT, but insists that it was just a meeting with an employee at his side job. All right, he's been prepared for this. Yeah, he's he ready is. to yeah, go. He has a he has a backstory. Yep. Candace promptly. You think he got wind that someone talked to her uncle or the uncle saw him like at a bar or something? He's like, oh Jesus Christ, that's fucking yeah. Candy's yeah. uncle. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> fucking I'm done. I better get a story together. Yeah, but I mean, if you're in a bar and it's like you know. I mean, I mean, I guess you could play it off. I mean, how does a Candy's uncle find out about this? Yeah, it's I think weird. it was that like he was he went and got his haircut, and the receptionist was like, "Hey, I saw oh wow Robert out with." I think mm. that's how it happened. Mm. It's the small towns, right? Yeah. No, oh, this is Mississauga. It's a big town, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, you did say it was. Yeah, like it's like one a million larger... people. Oh, okay, small neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> small hair salon. <laughs> Candace promptly drives to the OGPT while Robert texts Adeline, don't come out. Oh, man. Candace is going to the OGPT to fuck something up. She's furious. (laughs) And here comes the dumb. Candace and Adeline eventually speak on the phone. And Adeline says, you've got it all wrong. I'm a stalker. What? What? I am so confused. Not even that high. (laughs) (laughs) Candace and Adeline confront each other over the phone. And Adeline says, you've got it all wrong. You know, I'm not fucking your husband. 
I'm actually a stalker. Is he like? And what? she's she's stalking <laughs> him. Yes. See, Bob had his story together. They apparently didn't go over this, this because Adeline's story crazy. makes no sense. This is off the rails right. again. Is he like some again, famous this- cop? Super handsome. Like in like a calendar for puppies, the cops do. Like, why would she stalk this random guy? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I don't. I've Bob never. Konashowitz, he, Robert Konashowitz. Was he, Konoshowitz, was he, was he Mr. April? In, <laughs> yeah, in, in the, the Mississauga, in, the Metropolitan <laughs> Police calendar. The, the the heroes of the OGPT is that what it is? <laughs> oh my god, they can't even like. I mean, this. I can't believe this girl has been in charge of. <laughs> This is of all, of, all of this money, all of this money, but just who the, hired just this the, woman? Yeah, this person should get, not have a position of authority. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Like, by the so, way, a Mississauga population seven hundred eighteen thousand. Yeah, that's a, that's a decent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adeline explains that she's jealous of Candace's relationship with Robert, and she was trying to break them up so Robert could date her. How? How was she trying to break them up? Candace didn't even know she existed. Yeah, I don't. It, it's it's a it's a terrible it's a terrible story. She should have stuck with. Was hey, it me? She just was who whoever that is. Do not say I'm a stalker. No, They're she like, should have just totally said, normal. Hey, <laughs> well, most people don't know that. Right? We, had, we uh, have to assume <laughs> Candace isn't a true crime fanatic. She may not know that that's not typical stalker okay. behavior. <laughs> All right, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm asking too much. She doesn't have the pathology. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she doesn't have the pathology. <laughs> so to f- somehow further cover their tracks, Robert sends cease and desist letters to Adeline and her colleagues. Why doesn't? I, I mean, why didn't she just say, um, "Yeah, so we had like a business relationship, and I gave him my card." <laughs> Wait, so now if Robert's filed cease and desist. Yeah, he, he to, files cease and desist orders. Because to, to, For what? Is she using his name and likeness no, no, or something? No, no, no. I don't, no. Know. She, I don't even know how. It's not like an order of protection or a do no. not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm guessing. What is she ceasing? He's, he's, stalking? He, yeah, stalking. Cease and desist your stalking. It's right. like a. Oh, man. Adeline's about to be screwed out of some money, I think. Candace believes the story and asks Robert why they aren't going to the police about her stalking. Where because is the Because he's uncle? a police officer. This uncle should be next to her, walking her through this. <laughs> uncle, know, uncle knows what's up. Yeah. This, is, this story is crazy. Nothing. Nothing makes sense on any one no, of these people. No. There's no the, point. I have a chart. There's no one on this chart who has any sense going on. <laughs> So Robert assures Candace that he'll have a friend stake out the OGPT instead of going to the police. Stake it out for what? <laughs> to be sure that Adeline doesn't stalk him. They gonna rough her up or something? I, I don't know. This is. This feels like this should be turned. Well, how, is she, how is she stalking you, Mister uh, Konashovitz? Do you have any phone records? No. Um, has <laughs> she written you anything? No. Well, it actually, mm. we see in your phone records that you, You're you her. text her all the time. Yeah, like, this should be an easy check here. <laughs> yeah, again, take two seconds. I mean, I, I guess it's, I don't know if, if I mean, the Canadians, are, like Canadians are super nice. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It should be like a movie like that. Like that should, you could see that comedy, like a Coen Brothers movie, being perfect for this <laughs> yeah. story. In July 2018, Robert signs the paperwork to take over Heinz's estate. Mm. In total, minus legal fees, he receives $788,857. Here comes more dumb. 
Dum, 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 dum. Robert decides to further hammer home the idea that he had a relationship with Heinz by calling Peter and asking him if he'd like to help Robert hold a memorial. He's got oh, the money. Man. Why is he doing this? <laughs> I don't know. This guy, he, he's free and clear with the money. Why? He's, he like, feels guilty. He feels, he's got to yeah. feel yeah. super Maybe. guilty. Maybe. Totally guilt. Yeah. When Peter asks Robert how he knew Heinz, Robert says they were friends, but Peter has a gut feeling something is wrong. <laughs> From the Peter's track. Like, Peter's like, Heinz didn't even gamble. What are you talking about? <laughs> By November, Robert has moved out of his condo with Candace, but his mail is still being delivered to that address. She notices a letter regarding Heinz's estate that arrives for him, and a few months later, Robert calls Candace and asks her to have dinner. So casually and randomly during dinner, he asks if any mail has come for him. Candace gives him the bank letter about Heinz, and Robert says he's never heard of him. He doesn't know why he's gotten the letter. And still, Robert doesn't update his address. He can't because he's living with Adeline. So all the mail has to keep going to Candace's house. He's still married to Candace. He's with her. I don't think they ever officially got married. Hmm. They're living together. Hmm. But now he's living with 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 Adeline. Adeline. When another letter addressed to the estate arrives at Candace's condo, she opens it and sees Adeline's name as the overseer of the account. And now she knows that Robert's having an affair. That's now that, that yeah that seals that seals the deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting hit in the face and then like and then like a, the. Beat. I mean, they could just be criminals in this financial scheme. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, she's not looking at the crime. She's like, oh man, they're fucking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's not worried about the money if they're stealing it. She's like, no, oh man, right. I'm gonna kill her. She's having a fucking affair. Yeah. And here comes more dumb. Dum, dum, dum. Though Robert has moved out, he's left a few things in the condo. Candace finds a holiday card to Robert that Adeline had signed your sex slave. She finds whoa, Viagra. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. What? These are not the things to leave behind. She's still, <laughs> still not sure there's an affair going on. She also finds what do you Viagra. Mean by this? Unk, what do you think? What do you mean by this, by this sex slave thing? Yeah. Is this a cryptogram? Is this like special code for something? <laughs> she finds a memory card containing numerous pictures of women she's never seen before. So there's tons oh, of pictures man, of women Bobby's she doesn't got, know. Bobby's active. So obviously their separation becomes toxic and Candace becomes very angry. Hmm. Candace's mom posts on Facebook, quote, no. Mom's oh boy, oh boy, oh Facebook posts. If you hurt my daughter, I can make death look like an accident. Oh, man. It's always good to put the threats on Facebook. Yeah, so, Robert. All right, here we go. It is good. Robert, Can't wait to see what happens thing. to him. <laughs> Robert reports um, the reports it as a death threat to his boss at the police department. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Candace is on a tear. She gets her hands on Heinz's estate documents through her lawyer and comes across Peter's name. So in March, Candace goes to the police and reports what she knows. In December 2019, Robert's accounts are frozen and the police seize more than $600,000. Hmm. He's suspended with pay and so is Adeline. They're each charged with two counts of fraud and Adeline is also charged with breach of the public trust. On December 5th, 2023, each of them is sentenced to seven years in prison. Wow. Good for that. Yeah. 
in 2022, Candace decides it's a good idea to go into business with Robert's sister. <laughs> and they open a salon called This Place Blows. In Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. <laughs> what? And Peter finally inherits Heinz's estate. Oh, Pete finally got it? Yes. Nice. nice. Yeah, so I guess they blew like 100 grand in that year. Well, they paid back his debts. That's how he was able to move out of Candace's mm. house. Is that place, is that salon still open? This place blows. It is. I had to look up where, like the, <laughs> what, what are where the, in Florida. What are the ratings? I didn't read the ratings. I just looked up to see if it was. How are the, how's, the, how's the reviews? I didn't. Oh, I didn't uh, check it. 4.8 on Google reviews. Oh. 53 reviews. This place blows salon. Is there a way to recap the Dom? I feel like no. We'd have another every- episode. The whole yeah, goddamn thing yeah. is nothing. The whole, thing, the whole thing was stupid from beginning to end. <laughs> I don't want to say all, Canada's dumb. dumb. I don't no, want to no, say. Don't, it. I don't, don't. want to say it. We have think, plenty. Of, we have dumb dumbs in the United you States. You know why I can't? Well, I think their trust. I think it, it seems like a, a lot of people trusted the wrong people I'll in say this situation. A, yes, they're very nice people up there. They, yeah. I think they think the best of people. Maybe the, yeah. all these people trusted. Trusted the 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 wrong people the whole time. It's so bad. Candace was trusting him. He was trusting her. She was trusting him, and they shouldn't have been trusting anybody. Right, right. Our motto's trust no one, and they are like, yeah. Yeah. trust it all. Trust, you trust. can't find witnesses' existence. Oh, so right. Yeah, I mean, what makes you it. think they're not alive? All right. Yeah. All right. Before we get the get to know Maria, Jason, tell people where to find us. We are Dumbline Podcast at uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Please rate, subscribe, like, share, and pass it back to Greg for everybody's favorite segment. Here we go. Get to know Maria. Get to know her. Maria, give us a song that can always improve your mood or put a smile on your face. Anything by The Clash. Anything? Any Come on, not any, yes. any song. Any song by The Clash will always do that. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Absolutely. Very interesting to me. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another amazing episode. Thanks, Maria. My name is Greg. I'm Jason. I'm Maria. Take it easy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, Dubbies. <laughs>